Chad and I disagree about this movie so bad. Oh, we disagree man. about Guardians of the Galaxy so bad. All, All right. right, well, hold on. Let's let's elaborate on more. Let me get. What are you guys' both opinions about the about the movie? Come on, the first one, right? What which one uh, movie? What the Guardians of the Galaxy? Yeah, I, th- I, liked I hated it. it. I liked. It. I you hated it. I hated it. And why'd you hate it? It was stupid. <laughs> <laughs> it was just a dumb movie. I mean, I understand why they did it for the the series and stuff. But if you ask me, what's the weakest? movie out of the whole and i'm a more i love more of them i love the majority of them mm-hmm. i hated guardians of the galaxy hate it hate it hate it i just don't like the characters i don't like any of them <laughs> 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 i can do i can do without them it's not for me is it because i love too, all the rest uh, of like them. light comedic side type of thing yes. what is it you don't like like about it yes they yes and then they just stupid like, stupid like i say the only character i really like is what's her name with the antenna she is hilarious oh, she uh, saved the from movie the, from the second movie uh yeah i can't you know remember the, her uh, name yeah uh Ma- yeah. mantis is that her name yeah yeah her she was hilarious to me she's a good character she was funny i mean it, i hated it, everybody else i mean it's, it's it's halfway topical it blew batista it blew up his acting game a little bit, you know. He may not have been starting in this movie if not for Guardians. Would that have been a bad thing? Ooh. ooh. <laughs> well, with that being said, Matt, so you ready to do this? <laughs> I'm ready. Let's do this. All right. Today we discuss Zack Snyder's return to zombie movies and Army of the Dead. I'm Chad. And I'm Matt. You're listening to the seventh episode of our podcast. We used to talk about this at work. Matt, oh man, feels good to be back on format. And when I yes, say that, is. I mean somebody that used to work with us. Uh, no shade, no, that, no, no shade against uh, me. That, that means that means you didn't like the last episode. You didn't like <laughs> me bringing in my own guests. One day I'm gonna branch off, and it's gonna be like I used to talk about this at work by myself or something <laughs> like that. Things, things I said in my head. Right. <laughs> but no, we would like to welcome Chris. Hey, how you guys doing today? We are doing all right, man. So I used to actually sit behind Chris uh, when I started in one of the positions that I was in at our last job. And our boss at the time, he told Chris, you know, I want you to look out for this kid and I want you to, you know, just try to help him out where you can. And he kind of became like a mentor to me. And I'll be honest, before you even tell the story, Chris, I I learned a lot from Chris. And I'm thankful for, you know, the information that he provided upon me. And I told him to his face, you know, the day will come where I will stab you in the back and I will get what I need to get. I said that to his face. Wow. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I need I need uh, more information to go off with just that. <laughs> <laughs> No, that was the that was the story. <laughs> you know, we uh, it's funny because you know I started helping him at what we were doing, and he would ask me the questions. I answered them, and at first it's funny because I was like, "Oh, this guy gonna get on my nerve." <laughs> it was like because his his wit, I didn't get it. You know, he was coming off. I'm like, "Is this dude a smart ass?" And then yes. we just started talking. <laughs> yeah, and then we just started talking about stuff, and then I switched to another position. Mm-hmm. So when I switched to the other position. I still kind of would come back and help Chad and we would talk about stuff. And then I end up going to another position and Chad was like, I like how you move it along. I just want you to know when it comes to this, soon as it comes, I'm going to stab you in the back mm-hmm. and I'm going to take your job. Mm-hmm. So I mm-hmm. left the job before he could do it. 
man. Um, we had a lot of fun, like when I sat behind you, uh, like the whole little community we had in that little section that we sat yeah. in, like a lot of fun, a lot of laughs. It was good times. It was basically the in real life version of this podcast, man. Yes, Matt, <laughs> this is honestly what we did. We would talk about movies, life, situations, food, and it really helped you get through the day. It did. And we had so we had and it was such a diverse group of people. It's like we became a family. Mm-hmm. And you know, through the good and the bad times, we had, when we all would go through something, miss days. We you okay when we came back? So it was definitely a family. Mm-hmm. And it kind of felt funny because I think I was the first one to kind of lead the area. You... One one person left before. Yeah, I was I was gonna say. Sat, yeah. Was, yeah, yeah, yeah. The person that sat across from me, uh, yeah. she left, and I actually work with her now. Now, right, I know. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, so it's, yeah, so it it it, it was good times. It was. But Ch- Chad actually followed a lot of my footsteps, though. Yeah, I I pretty much did follow your trajectory right on out, and that's funny. I'm I, I'm 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 following you along so I can get to that back, Chris, and you know, right. uh, he he he's not losing focus on that. He's gonna stab <laughs> you one way or another. You know it. That's why I keep leaving because <laughs> actually, where I left to go to. He came, but I left. <laughs> and I was looking for him. I was like, where Chris at? Where Chris go? It was like, it was like he didn't tell you? <laughs> I'm proud. I'm, I'm proud of both you guys. Now, Matt, I want you to tell the story. It's funny how we actually met. So I'll let you tell this one. All right. Now, first off, my memory is shitty. But I always, my first memory of you has always been where you were upstairs. They was doing renovations. So they moved you guys downstairs with us. And I remember like one time I came and asked you a question about some things and I was overthinking it, doing too much. He told me, we're not building Cadillacs out here. We're building Pintos. And I've <laughs> always remembered that thing. And like, honestly, that helped me through the job because I'm whenever I'm in my head, I'm doing too much and I'm trying to do stuff. I always remember what you said. We're not building Cadillacs. We need to, we've been in Pintos out here. So and I, I'll, like still to this day, I always remember that. <laughs> well, that's, you know what? I forgot we, I, I remember that conversation. Right. I remember that conversation. The first time I remember him is the interview process. I actually yeah. interviewed you, if you remember. Yeah. Yes. First yes. time I interviewed him, and he was so nervous. I mean, Matt was nervous. I'm and I'm like, nervous in interviews. Yeah. And I was like, this kid wants it so bad because I always said, if a person is too polished, this was just my mindset. They're lying. Mm. If a person is sweating and it's all online, they either want it this bad or something's going on in their life to where they know they have to change it financially to do better. I always say like this, when you want it so bad that you're willing to do anything, you're going to succeed. Don't overthink it. And that's that's what I always try to instill in people. Like, look, all you got to do is what you have to do to pay your mm-hmm. life bill. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I miss I actually miss those times though now. Ah, yeah. I can't tell you how much I miss those times too. Like everything's so different now. And I'm not just talking about like COVID, but you know, just like work stuff. I don't know. Those were good times at that place. It wasn't always a great place to be, but the people are what made it. Yeah, I'm 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 missing that so much where I'm at because I'm working with Japanese people and like them with their just their character and their culture is so different than what I'm used to and being where we was at. So I'm like, 
whenever I hear something on the news, I'm like, ah, oh, hey, did you hear about this or this or this? And we trying to, I'm trying to engage in conversation and they're just like, yes, I did. And just go back to work and everything. And I'm like, well, so what you got planned for this weekend? Uh, I'm just probably spending time with my family. And like, there's no like follow-up. There's no, it's like once I, once I ask the question, they answer it and it's done. There's no follow-up of, Oh, what you doing this weekend? Like you said, like a family where even though the place we worked at wasn't great, but you know, we had the people who are friends and everything who we like to talk to and everything. It's like, I don't have the same thing here. You don't have the same community. Right. Cause it's, yeah, it's not, that's not the way they move and work and things. Yeah. I'm the same way. I don't have that. I don't, I don't talk to anybody at work anymore, you know, and it's, and that was before COVID, you know, you don't really realize how much that gets you through the bad times. Yes. Because when you're at work, you actually spend more time with the people at work than you do with your actual family. Mm-hmm. So when you're really around people through the good and the bad, they become your yeah. your, your therapist, your family, mm-hmm. your brother, your sister. Nobody could have told me in the beginning that Chad and I would talk as much as we do. You know, you know, I check on him more than he check on me. You know, Chad just, you don't have to call. You don't have to call Chad. Chad doesn't call and, you know. Yeah. It's fine. No, I am not good at calling people. I will I'll text somebody all day long, but calling <laughs> just to see what's up. No, I'm terrible at that. I have a, a a friend at the place I worked at before I met you guys. We, we still engage like text and whatnot. And every now and again, he'll call me like, hey, just checking in on you. And I'm like, man, I'm so sorry. Like, I'm just terrible at calling people. But like, I do right. care. But no, man. So what's been going on with you, Chris? Oh, uh, man, just honestly, somebody won the Mega Millions last night, so my dream's been crushed for the last <laughs> two weeks. <laughs> but actually, you know, just really been getting into a lot of investing, you know, okay. watching the stock market, learning about it, studying. That's, it's really, it's kind of consuming me because with, like with the real estate market right now, if you're selling stuff, that's great. But right now, if you just rent stuff out, you kind of stagnant and to buy something right now, it's crazy because stuff is really overpriced. So right now, I'm just taking all the energy I used to do with trying to find houses and stuff and doing it with the stock market which is great the way the stock market is now it makes us all be able to do stuff oh and yeah. i remember what, growing how, up, how accessible it is yeah. with apps and what have you yeah you know growing up you and i just couldn't say okay i want to buy 200 worth of this now it's you really go, no excuse you had, you had to go through like a third party and yeah check a broker out. firm and stuff like that yes. yeah so now what it is, it's no reason for nobody, you know, not to not to take the time to learn it and do it. Yeah, so that's that, that's what I'm really doing right now. Of course, you know, my twin nephews, man, have it's the difference between having girls. Like my niece was so nice and just good, and these boys are like just bad. So How it's totally different. Three, but they're going mm-hmm. on like 55, bro. Right. <laughs> <laughs> they're bad. That's that's part of the reason I didn't I didn't want a boy, you know. I don't want some little buck coming up in here challenging me and whatnot. Can't I don't have time for none of that. But baby girl looks like she's gonna do it anyway. (laughs) No, what I'm saying is if my little you know darling princess wants the keys to the castle, I'll gladly hand them to her. But you know, if I had a had a son, nah boy, you're gonna fight for this. It's gonna be like that uh challenge scene in Black Panther. Really? Really? But no, I understand that because, like, when my son was born, I'm like, yeah, a little me and groom him and everything else like that. But it's like now I can see that because there's times where I was disciplining him verbally or something. He'll give me a little stare down. And now he's into kickboxing and I can just see him 
His skills are good. He's heavy handed. He's working on it and everything. And I can see there's going to be that day. He's going to be like 15, 16. He don't try to take me down. And he might. He might. He might take me down, but he ain't going to take me out, though. <laughs> so, Here's the question. I, okay, I know man, the day's coming. I'm, being, I'm preparing myself for it. I want to ask you that question, Matt. What's going to happen? Because everybody remember that time when you had the uncle you beat in basketball. How you going to feel when he actually take you down? <laughs> really beat well, you, honestly, when you get your well, best? Well, it's going to be... I'm going to accept it because he's in kickboxing and I'm paying for this. So, you know, the for product the future, that you created. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, I can see the future. I know this is coming because there's times right now where I'll say something. He'll just stare at me like, I'm like, you want to fight? And right now he say no. But OK, what are you, 10 now? So wait about six, seven more years. Next time I say you want to fight, he'll be like, shit, I've been waiting for this day. Let's do this, baby. <laughs> that's why when he be in kickboxing, I be in the background. Looking at those moves. I'm like this. Okay. He said like this. Okay. Let me move my feet this way. Okay. So I, I, I gotta, I gotta keep, I gotta keep my stuff nice too. Cause I know this day's coming. <laughs> when he beats you, you have to, you have to let us know. You have I'm to like, let nah, us I'll, know. I'll let you know. I'll let him know. I'm like, Hey, but it's okay. That means I, I uh, these kickboxing lessons is paid off. So uh, he, he finally did something, but it's okay. Depending on how bad this beat down is, we'll describe what happens after that. If it's just a couple, if it's just a couple, couple punches and kind of startle me, all right, that's fine. But if he, if it's some, some full blown stuff, I don't know. He might have to find a new place to live or something. I guess I gotta assess that when that time comes. So would you feel like your money was wasted on those lessons if you beat him? Nah, cause I'm better than him, and also part of me probably like he not giving me his full thing because you know I'm still daddy. <laughs> he holding but, back. <laughs> yeah, he holding back. He he ain't trying as hard because it's daddy. I he's trying to let me know, hey, I'm here. I can take you down if I want to, but I have respect for you as my father to not you know go 100. percent Once I, I I bet you probably in the next two years I can see if it's worth it or not. I, f- I feel cool. like if the opportunity comes and you're like, I- I'm going to do this, it's kind of like Game of Thrones. Either you win or you lose. It's nothing in between. Like, he got to put everything into it or he just got to accept this loss. Like, you can't hold back if you actually get enough courage to do the challenge. Uh, Well, he don't need to listen to this podcast then because I'd <laughs> rather him hold back. <laughs> wow. And that, you know, it all goes back to this. And that's another reason why I left. <laughs> Chad is a killer. Chad is a killer. Listen to what he's saying. <laughs> I, I'm just speaking facts here. Chad, no, brother, no. <laughs> you don't so, take so your wait, out. <laughs> what are you going to do when uh, your daughter want to challenge, uh, challenge your wife in the future? That don't have nothing to do with me. I'm going to be in a situation where like, I have to side with my wife. Where whatever wobbles that they are going to have, I have to be a united front with my wife because <laughs> at the like at the end of this 18 year journey, you know, if college is the it's the route that she goes, it's going to be me and my wife in this house, not me and my daughter. <laughs> Remember when you chose your daughter over me? Right. And you know what? She moved out and you can move out too. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but now be careful because your daughter is going to be the one that's going to pick what nursing home you go to. That's right. true, but you know, yeah, and I am trying to clean up my my health stuff, so I will live a little longer than I thought I would. You're right. Yeah, think you about right. that. Think about that now, because she's gonna pick both you the nursing homes. I mean, I, on the back end, I'm be out like, look, look, baby girl, you know, um, I'm, I'm gonna get you that new iPhone, so just just be cool, <laughs> all right. <laughs> 
So uh, I have a question. So I've seen like uh, people post online about how they're bringing back Legends of the Hidden Temple. You guys remember that show from back in the day? Mm-hmm. Let me think. Let me think. Let me think. It was a game show on Nickelodeon. Uh, yeah. I didn't watch that one. <laughs> so that got me thinking is um, what game show as a kid or and or as an adult that you would wanted to be on? Like for me, of course, I wanted to be on Legends of the Hidden Temple, Nick Arcade, Supermarket mm-hmm. Sweep, things like that, Guts. But now right. as an adult, I want to be on... Damn, I just had that idea. Uh, I want to be on... Um, you know, man versus food. You know what that is? Okay. Yeah, is yeah. That a, is that a game show? I no, it's a was... thing where uh, they go to they have eating. They go across the country to whatever eating challenge, and okay. they have to. And, and the dude Adam, I forget his name, but he eats it and he has to complete the food challenge. You know, it could be like I see a, a big ass pizza or whatever the thing is. And I was just thinking of like competitions or shows for adults. Which ones you want to be on? Would you you know what naked and afraid is? Yeah. Yeah. Would you want to be on naked and afraid? No. No. Nah. I was like, I was like, I, uh, <laughs> I don't I don't have the skill set for that. <laughs> right. I, I, I don't have the body for that. So yeah. Right. <laughs> so what um, game would you guys want to be on? Press your luck. Oh, okay. Would you uh would you study it like that one dude that scammed the game? Yeah, I mean I've been watching that since I was a little kid when it first started. I might love that show. Whammies, <laughs> big bucks, no whammies. <laughs> it just seems so fun. Like that right. was the game. Chad, what's your game? So as a I as a kid, I really like Supermarket Sweep. And I feel like wasn't there one where the kids similar to Supermarket Sweep, but they were in a toy store? Was that a thing? I'm not familiar with that. But you know, know they have a they, they have a new supermarket sweep. With that, uh, uh, Leslie, Jones. Leslie, Jones. Leslie, yeah, Leslie yeah. Jones, do it, yeah, yeah. But yeah, like I always like Supermarket Sweep. I kind of like the <laughs> you can leave with more than just um, some random prize and maybe cash. Get yes. groceries. <laughs> yeah, that that was that used to be fun watching people do that. Go get go get the hams. Go right, get the yeah. steak. Right. <laughs> people always start with the ham and the turkeys first. They Turkey, yeah. that, I mean, those cost yeah. the money. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. man, uh, that was a good show. As an adult, I wouldn't mind being on something like Big Brother, where it's like it's kind of chill. Like you, yeah, you gotta. Well, actually, it's not chill because it's like nothing but mind games for like uh <laughs> for three months. But you know, like you're not out there in the wilderness like Survivor, right? Right. What was the other game uh, that uh, Howie Mandel used to host? Deal or No host? Deal. I love that show. That's the one. I if I could like, do that one, I liked it, but I always felt like somehow they were scamming you. Like somehow, <laughs> it felt yeah. like every time it'd be down to like two uh, briefcases. Like you know, the million dollars is in one of them. And right. <laughs> it's never the one you want. It just didn't feel right. Yeah. What about, that, what about think... uh, who wants to be a millionaire? No, nah, that's too much trivia. Right. Yeah. That's no. I, I wouldn't. No. I can. Yeah, that's too much. I want to be on. I want to be on Celebrity Jeopardy. Well, you 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 want to you you want this to blow up so you can be counted as a celebrity? No, right. but I'm just saying the questions they ask on Celebrity Jeopardy is the questions I know. I don't know the regular Jeopardy questions, <laughs> but when they do Celebrity Jeopardy. They dumb it down, and I know those answers. When they handicap it. (laughs) Right. Um, 
what is it um hollywood squares have are you familiar with that one matt mm-hmm. yeah that yeah, was, that's a good yeah that, that was, was fun. always fun to watch oh yeah, and how, how could we forget price is right oh yeah price hate, is right yeah no, I, I wouldn't want to do that one i wouldn't why not do that one. man growing up my grandmother and grandfather used to watch that show everybody's that grandparents show. watched that show right <laughs> you, 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 you just sit there you just shake your hand no, I don't want to do it. No, I'm good. I love what about Price Wheel of Fortune? What about Wheel of Fortune? Nah, I don't get how they're like, okay, the category is things. It's a lot of things. <laughs> it's funny because like every day when I get home from work, it's Wheel of Fortune, then it's Jeopardy. Mm-hmm. And f- I can be just me, but I'm like, when I was younger, I thought Wheel of Fortune was easier than Jeopardy. But like you said, it'd be like things, and it, and then the contestants will have like four letters off a twenty <laughs> thing, and they'd be like, ah, oh, pineapple and pizza, and I'm like, where did you get that from? <laughs> so like right now, I think Will of Fortune, because even right now, when I watch Jeopardy, regular Jeopardy, we'll say out of I don't know many questions are all together, we'll say out of twenty questions, I can get at least two. Right. Okay. So, but Will of Fortune, I'm always like. Trying to figure it out, trying to figure it out. Even when it'd be like the whole word is there except for like two letters, I'm always saying the wrong thing. And when they say it, I'm like, ah, oh, damn, that is right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, man, that's crazy. It's too broad, man. Yeah. Chris, um, you've been back to the movies. Yeah, you know, I, I'm one of those people who haven't did anything in over a year. You know, mm-hmm. I just strictly... <sighs> I had to. I broke down because I'm a sp- uh, spiral. Spiral had to go see Spiral. Had to go see it. Okay. Had to. Okay. Had to go support. And uh, here's a funny story. Like you guys know, like I'm very protective, so I wear the I wear two masks and stuff. That's I try to be safe. And uh, they brought up this one section in the in the movie before the everything, and and they said you can drink and eat. But if you don't, if you're not drinking or eating, you should have your mask on. Mm-hmm. So my friend who I was with, she said, because I the people beside us, like three or four seats down, they didn't have a mask on. Right. She said, Chris, you turned around and gave them people a look and they pulled their mask on. <laughs> but man, it was it's it's definitely different. It's definitely different. It, it, it was good to get out just to be around people again. Right, man. You know, life is so different now. I don't think it's ever going to go back to. I mean, they're trying to make it. They're trying to make it like the old days, where all these places are removing mask mandates. Yeah, and that's scary. I, I went out yesterday, and I didn't realize because most time I only go out on like Friday and Saturday. Like I'm in the house from basically Sunday through Thursday. Okay. Friday, I get up, go to the grocery store run and do this and run that. And I walk in the store where I normally get lottery tickets at. And that's probably why I didn't win the lottery. And uh, I went to a different store because I walked in there and it's like, nobody had a mask on. <laughs> so I'm looking around. I'm like, okay. So I'm the only person with a mask on. And the, the cashier, she know me. She was like, yeah, Chris, we don't have to wear a mask no more. So I ended up going, I left there and I went, I just found one that wasn't crowded and grabbed some tickets from her. Cause I'm still not, I'm yeah. still not hundred percent convinced on everything, but yeah, I went to the theater. It was, it was different, and you know they are they are doing social distancing, so they only sell so many tickets, okay. and they keep a certain amount of seat support. And I'm really trying to get myself prepared for uh, 
of course, I'm going to see the movie Halloween. I'm a big Halloween junkie in October. And uh, I want to see The Eternals. And, oh, and, yeah. That's November, I think. That's November. That's November. Okay. So I want to see those two movies. So I'm trying to slowly get out. But like you said, now when they lifting everything up. No, I, I mean, wish we could uh, go out. Where I work at, just majority of the people have the vaccine. But okay. out of town, they have it. It's, um, they're still on. They just got the vaccine out in town in Japan where they're still on the process of uh, medical people and elderly. And last time I checked, the elderly is like, it's either 70 or 75 and older or getting it. So anybody underneath that, nobody has a vaccine so far in Japan. So even though the even though the base has, majority of the base has got the vaccine, it's kind of like um, a goodwill type of thing with the US and Japan. That, hey, we know that you guys ain't, vaccinated and y'all automatically normally wear masks so we about to keep our people wearing masks too when we go out in town and stuff so right now on base we don't have to wear a mask just basically whenever we deal with a japanese person we have a lot of japanese workers on base then we have to wear a mask but like if i'm just walking on base now i don't have to wear a mask and so but transition to movie theaters i've been wanting to go to the movie theater but they've all been off limits like since day one bars clubs uh, amusement parks all that stuff has been banned for us so it was different it was so different because even going in there i still was you know hypersensitive and i don't know and i listened to you chat about going out to eat and i'm like wow that's such a big step for me to even think about doing right you know you want to because you know Get out. <laughs> All these deals. Yes. <laughs> I laughed so hard when he was talking about cough chair because I would have been one of them people like, get him out of here. Right. <laughs> you can't it's do so it funny, like, even, even though we've been over this a year, but it's still, when somebody does like at least a two or three cough one, I'm like, if somebody was like this, <clears throat> no problem. But somebody's like, <clears throat> I'm like this. I, I'm side eye. I'm like, Right, you man. Do you need to go outside or something? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. But no, man. Uh, speaking of not having masks out, um, we took um my daughter to the zoo for the first time last Sunday, and um, so in St. Louis, for the people that aren't in the area, um, this is one of the few free zoos in the country. So you just show up with. And times without COVID, you just show up, go in. It's like any you know open space, but there's animals and stuff there. But now you have to do a reservation thing online. Like it's still free, but you just have to you know say, hey, there's going to be like four people in my party, and I'll be I I will come between like twelve and three, something like that, you know. So we do that, and we go, and uh, we go with uh, my wife's sister and my brother-in-law and their kids, and it's like half and half with mass and just people free roaming but there's signs clearly everywhere that says once you enter this you know these grounds keep your mask on but people just did not care they want to be free doesn't that make you so upset though i mean to me i i know i give them the dirty look because it clearly says you know wear a mask Mm mm-hmm and then they look at you like you the one like, oh, I can't believe you're doing that. <laughs> you, like, like, <laughs> you nerd wearing a mask. 
Yeah, you're right. It's it's kind of like you want to be Becky for real and go tell on everybody. Find the police officer. He doesn't have a mask on. <laughs> right. <laughs> but I don't know. I, I feel like most of these workers, they don't care. Yeah, they don't. I mean, as they much don't. as these places are paying them, they don't care. But uh, right. speaking of not caring, my daughter didn't care either. So we out here almost getting rained on, taking her to the zoo. And she like, why? She looking at us instead of animals like, what, what are you doing? Like, why am I here? I need to be at home. What What, what is this? Uh, you'll, you'll get that. You'll get that. There's times like my, my son be like, oh, daddy, let's go to the circus. I've never been. I'm like, dude, you've been to the circus three times. He, <laughs> but he don't remember, though. So like that's why as far as like big things like Universal Studios or Disney World, I say you wait till they're like nine ten or something like that yeah. where they remember but yeah. he'll be like oh daddy let's do this i haven't i've never done i've never done that and i'm like dude you did do this before you just don't remember it. <laughs> <laughs> i mean we didn't have any intentions of like like if we were to like to take a disney trip and she comes she just come because we didn't want to leave her with somebody for a couple of days but it's not like here's your trip right like <laughs> we would like to actually take her when she's older but uh, funny thing, the l- last time we were at Disney World, we were getting on one of the rides and it was like a family of three. Um, and the, they had a son who was probably like 12. And, you know, lines at amusement parks are just long. So they finally get to the head of the line and um, the son's like, no, nah, I don't want to ride. And his parents was like, you 12 years old and you stood in this line and you didn't want to ride? Wait outside on us. And I was like, that's fun. They just they just started wow. ripping into their son, and I'm like, that's you know, a, and I'm like, a, I mean, I ain't gonna be like in public, but that's how I be feeling. That's how I will feel. I'm like, you wait in line, you know, I want to do this. You could have told me that a long time ago. You didn't stand in line that you didn't want to do this, right. right? And also, all the money that you spend going to a place like that, nah, man. And you 12, so you could have said you don't want to go. It's right. not like it's not like my daughter's not even one yet, so she didn't have a choice. Right, <laughs> you got agency, dude. Ch- Ch- oh God, Chad said, "Yeah, one, one, she get a pass. She get four. Yeah, she better tell me what's up." I mean, the, the the zoo is free too. Like, I would be so mad if we left somewhere where we had to pay for the zoo and she wanted to go. Like your, like your son. Like if if my daughter was your son's age, Matt, and she was mm-hmm. like, "Let's hit this zoo," and I paid this money, and you was like, "Ill." And just on your phone the whole time? Nah, man. Mm-mm. Right. I enjoyed the people watching. Like, I, the best thing is, like, at the, um, we were um, around the, um, by the ostriches, and the, there was this dad with his son. He's all, his son went to look at the giraffes, and he's all like, you already seen the giraffes. We're about to see these motherfucking ostriches. And I was like, I feel that. I feel that, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I know there's different zombies, fast or slow ones, so you could pick whatever environment you want. Do you think you'll be able to survive in a zombie apocalypse world? So maybe it's because I watched Dawn of the Dead like very close to going to bed, but that's all I could think about after I rewatched it. Just like <laughs> if it went down and like, honestly, I, I'm be real, I know I'm gonna die. Like, <laughs> I don't know if I'm gonna be a zombie, or or what but like if the zombie apocalypse happened it's a horrid world and then like to see your family die nah man my wife's not really into horror movies but she always says like if i'm in a situation like 
when she when I say um, like this is me right. speaking for her. She's like, if right. I'm ever in a situation like that, just kill me. I'm not trying to live through this because, like, what is what are you living for? Okay, you you have the hope. Um, what my hope? wife, my wife doesn't um do none none of this horror stuff. So all these movies, like scary anything, I always got to watch it by myself. But we did when Walking Dead first started. We was on it for the good first four seasons. Okay, but, that's probably about when I stopped. Yeah. Uh, but I don't think I'll, I think I could, I don't think I'm going to be, if this was a TV show, if this was a movie, I wouldn't make it to the end, <laughs> but I ain't going to be the first one out though. I'll be somewhere okay. in the middle where I think I'll be able to make it that far. Okay. I'm going to be honest with you. Movie, I'm dead. <laughs> I'm dead. Uh, TV show, you got depending on if it's based on family, it's going to be hard to get me up out of there. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to live for a while. Because for <laughs> yeah, one, gonna I be, believe, uh, you're going to be Because for one, yeah, because no, no, Rick was a jerk. <laughs> I'll be Morgan. Okay. I'll be hard to kill. I'll be hard oh, to okay, kill. Okay, Morgan. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Morgan. Yeah. You'll be on, on two versions of the show. <laughs> right. And uh, depends. Seriously, if, if it comes down, my niece, my nephew, my sister, I'm going to look out for him. So I'm going to stay there for, you know, I'm going to do what I have to do. To me, Rick was the worst leader ever. Let's be real about something. Rick was the worst leader ever. I know you guys kind of stopped watching it. People always make Rick be this good guy. And they made Negan be the bad guy who was the leader of the saviors. I don't know. I don't think you guys got that far. But to I mean, me, I mean, we didn't. But like, it was, it was, how could you not miss that, that Negan stuff? Like, that's yeah, all know, you saw yeah, on the internet yeah, Negan, once yeah, it happened. Yeah. So yeah. Negan, to me, some of the stuff Negan did was, was, it was bad. But I understood, I understood. You have to, if you're dealing with, Good people, bad people, murderers, robbers. It gets to a point, they have to know I'm in control. Mm -hmm. I'm going to lead us up out of here. I'm going to make the best decision possible. But if you fuck up, you have to go. Yep. I, I, I'm going to be vegan. That was part of my frustration with Rick. Like, he yeah. was too kind. And, like, the team just didn't have everything together. Like, I right. think it was maybe whatever season that was, maybe it was season three when they were living in the prison. Like, yes. that first couple of episodes where they were working as a team, I was like, yes, this is what I want to see from this show. But that didn't last long. Yeah, it, yeah, it, it's almost like the person who was the more compass of the show, once you became the more compass, you died. Mm -hmm. But, you know, the reason why I think you'll be all right, Chad, is because, for one, you already said you're going to stab everybody in the back. <laughs> this time, just, just, aim, just, just aim for the head this time. Right, like, just aim for the head. <laughs> It's, it's one thing to say that and doing it metaphorically with your words, but to have to like kill somebody that you love because they got bit. I don't know if I could do that. I know that it has to be done. All right. So since we are really getting heavy into the zombie talk, let us talk about this week's movie, Army of the Dead. There's $200 million in the vault beneath the strip. There's a 32 hour window to get it out. Find the safe. This should be a simple in and out. What the? Following a zombie outbreak in Las Vegas, a group of mercenaries take the ultimate gamble, venturing into the quarantine zone to pull off the greatest heist ever attempted okay. so obviously we're going to do spoilers uh we're going to do our very best to describe portions of the movie not guaranteed that we're going to be super clear but we're going to do our very best to be more detailed about our points that we're going to make okay so chris what were your thoughts on army of the dead 
let me say I watched this movie twice okay. because I had I came up with a with a first set of thoughts about it. And then I went back because I, I actually compared it to Dawn of the Dead first. That was my mistake because Dawn of the Dead is a classic. It's 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 not it's not going to make my top ten list. It's just not. It's not going to make my top ten list. But it it turned out I watched it. The beginning of it was was great. I have to give them the props. The it was it was it was just a great beginning. You know, it started off. You know, talking about Area Fifty One. You have this husband and wife not paying attention because they just got married. Mm-hmm. Bam! They have a car accident with a military caravan that's transporting a zombie, and all hell breaks out after that. Then you hear the uh, dispatcher talking to the the military guy, and she's like, "Get away!" He's like, "Ma'am, no, that's not what we do." And she's like, "Listen, get the fuck out of there." <laughs> <laughs> You know, it, that opening was great. And then it, it gave you enough to show what happened, what, how people were dying, how one 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 zombie or one creature, whatever it was, can just start this whole infection. Right. And I will say Zack Snyder, he is the like the definition of style over substance. But yes. the man can open a movie. And like that opening sequence to Viva Las Vegas and the zombie yes. outbreak yes. is happening just brilliant absolutely brilliant and And the colors you used the colors the editing and also it told a concise story it was like the zombie apocalypse happened here's here are the things that happened in it here are some characters that we're gonna follow you had a whole arc in like two minutes and this is how it ended and like just absolutely brilliant and Zack Snyder is so good at that once you met the characters you knew who you were gonna like and you knew who you were going to hate. Mm-hmm. After watching the movie the first time, I said, I can't remember any, any character's name but Martin. Which one was Martin? Martin was the, uh, uh, he, he's actually the bad, the bad guy, Garrett Dillahunt. Oh, I absolutely love Garrett that Dillahunt, yes. Yes, he's done so much great, great yes. work on Fear of the Walking Dead. Let me say that first of all. And he also was on uh, Deadwood. Yes, yes, he HBO was. HBO, yeah, great, great actor. And that's one thing I realized. I said, you know, if you can watch a movie, who jumps out is the name you're going to remember. And it was him. And I'll tell you who else. Theo Rossi. Everything right. Theo Rossi's in, he is just like a guy you know you cannot trust. Every yes. single thing. You know, one, you know, the one when he wasn't, my first introduction to him was Sons of Anarchy. Okay. Man, thank you. <laughs> yes. yes. Yeah, he was in Sons of Anarchy. Now, little later on, he turned bad, but he was a good... He was. Yeah, a good, a good a good dude throughout the whole majority of the season toward, I mean, later yeah. on. But yeah, that was my first introduction to him. Go, uh, so going back to it. So the opening, great. Explains what happens. The father's going through grief because he had to kill his wife. You know, so you so you get a good arc of, you know, you, you understand everybody's character. Amori Hardwick character was uh Vander, was it Vanderhoff? Yes. Vanderhoff. Yeah. 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 Amori did a great job. He he he's another guy that I've been watching in a lot. Oh, his movies like I, I love him. Um I'm gonna butcher his name, but he was the, the, the he was the, the, the lock, rich guy. The safe. Oh, oh Hunter, the, uh, the, Hunter the, Bly. His name was Hunter Bly in the show. The Japanese uh the guy that that got that's that got them the job. Right. right. Uh he also was in uh he's in everything yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you know it was it, it so 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 i i really love that and like you said he's 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 rich on the pictures and stuff the story normally he doesn't really give good stories but it started off strong you i, I like the storyline it lets you know i hated the daughter i don't <laughs> like her 
I um, wanted her dead. The daughter being uh, yes. Dave Batista's character's daughter. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah, what? Yeah, what? What was her name? Her name was oh, Kate. Man. Yeah, Kate. They L- need to stop L- always. Pernell. Yeah, they really need to stop this. With I understand it's a movie. I'm gonna leave you. Let Let's just be real. Uh, you know, the father he gives this good long story because let's talk about the the daughter sits up here where we have to go look for my friend because okay. she has. Are we gonna roll back for a second? Basically, the movie opens. Uh, Las Vegas is lost. It's just infected with zombies. So the military, they send people in, they get as many people as they can out without being bitten. And then they just quarantine all of Las Vegas. But the kind of messy thing is that there are people that they are holding in a detainment camp, like not too far from the quarantine Las Vegas. And the government is using this as an excuse to like keep people that aren't bitten but they just don't want them in the country. So <laughs> shades of the real world. Dave Batista's daughter, she works as a volunteer at, in the area that is detaining these people. And for a price, people can pay uh, coyotes to take them into quarantined Las Vegas, bust open some slot machines, get some money and you know come back and do what you need to do to get out of the encampment. And so, the whole movie is Dave Bautista. He used to um, be in the military, did missions in Vegas, you know, killing zombies. Japanese businessman is like, hey, I need you to get $200 million out my safe. You can have $50 million of it. Put your team together. They're about to go in, do the job. And Dave Bautista's daughter realizes that one of her friends as a detainee in this place it went into Vegas and she didn't come out. The only reason Dave Bautista's daughter went is because she's trying to find her friend. Let's go back because how are you going to get $200 million out of a safe? Right. Go ahead, go ahead, Chad. Answer the question. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I, I mean you, you do it slowly. Like I felt like when he came to him with the job and it's not like this is an abandoned city you're going to. This is like a, a a city full of zombies. So it's not like you got time to go back and forth. And that much money is heavy. And so exactly. their plan was to leave on an old broken down helicopter. When you're doing anything with flight, you have to keep weight into consideration. Right. And they had a team of what, like six 11, people? Seven, eight, whatever. Yeah. How many was it? Let me see. But yeah, why are you talking about that? My whole thing was, it uh, to me, also it didn't, the when they showed the money in the safe with the money them putting the money in the bags it still wasn't enough room in my opinion right it wasn't it, it wasn't. was you had two pallets it was a one two it was like two and a half pallets of money but they each had like one duffel bag or even maybe two duffel bags all that money wouldn't have fit in those bags and they didn't have enough gas right i count 10 okay 10 so you have 10 people even if you carry a certain amount of what so no, 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 forget that. Even if you didn't have a single bag of money, that helicopter could not have supported 10 people. People, correct. So that's, you know, so that's one it, great, great movie. And I kind of jump on you guys talk, but just the loopholes and the story, the story at the end had, it became predictable. And that, and, and that's the problem. I think for the first 50 minutes, he had you. Yes. And then after the first 50 minutes, it's like, well, okay, once they before. actually get into Vegas, so let me roll back for a second, though. The whole point of the weight and the amount of people that are on the team, at the end of the day, that's not a plot hole because it didn't matter because that's not what the whole operation was about. The operation was to get them there to 
do the secondary mission, which nobody knew except Garrett Delahunt, and kill everybody else. That was the actual objective. Yes. So it didn't it didn't matter the extraction. So that part holds up because he didn't want the money. You, you're right. That was the true mission. But nobody knew that but him. Now, you have a helicopter pilot, three people that's special military, Amari Hardwick, Dave Batista, and Maria. Nobody thought about the weight. I gave you that. It was a good first 50 minutes, but afterwards it was like, this is this makes no sense to me. I mean, it's possible he thought maybe they could have did more than one trip before. Right, they be, did be, have a, originally they did have more time. So maybe yeah. that could be a possibility. You say that, but remember, nobody can fly in. They they clearly said that nobody can fly in. That's you can true. fly out. Oh, nobody yeah, can that's fly right. in. That's right. I, I see what you guys saying, because that was not the whole story, because the story was he wanted to take a zombie out so he could store the army. Mm -hmm. of his own but i'm just saying you have three special forces people and nobody thought about that the holes kept coming as the story went on if that's what you pay attention to if no, you just okay. wanted action then it was it was a great action movie but if if you go into stories it lost me after 50 minutes you made a you made a fair point chris yeah okay go ahead i'm matt, sorry matt yeah no you're good it was a good movie i say because you get the zombie aspects of it you get the the heist aspect of it and then if you're feeling sentimental, you get the daughter-father aspect of it, too. Um, but one thing that really stuck out to me was at the end when they, or when he told them to how they only wanted the zombie's head. Wouldn't it have been easier for them just to get to ask for that part? I don't think that they would have been on board with bringing a zombie out. Right. Even they, for the they same spent, amount of money? No, because they spent so much time killing zombies and making but, sure but besides besides dave batista all the other people was there solely for the money and to kill so he still could give you... him the 50 million dollars because remember he said it's not about the money so he said that so what if he just at, offered them 50 million dollars and you go get this head it's one thing to say can you go in here you're gonna kill some zombies but you don't you're gonna do this other thing but to, go, to actually say i want you to go in there and bring a zombie on the outside and we're gonna right. potentially have the horrors that you saw inside Vegas, outside of Vegas, and you will be a part of that. I do not think that you would get a lot of buy-in for that. Yeah, because you remember Amari Hardwick lost his son and his wife. Right, like they all lost something. They all like, lost family you, members. I don't think they would have said yes. I don't know, because once once they did everything, I was thinking when they originally caught the queen, I'm like, they could have, they should have, they could have done that at the beginning when they first came in, because that's when they, they encountered her. I don't think if they that was did if, it, they, if they knew the I, mission. I, I genuinely don't think any of them would have did it because you want to create an army. Look at of it like this, he man. wouldn't, he he wouldn't tell them the real reason. Why would say, you? Oh, why would you bring it out then? Huh? Right. No, because okay, think about this. I want you to go up to the edge of the quarantine and grab me something versus, hey, I want you to go in the middle of the quarantine area and grab me something. Well, first off, me, they didn't they didn't know that to do that. They didn't know the queen would have showed up at the be at, at the edge right. of the quarantine. They didn't right. know that that was a whole thing until they went in with the with the coyote cuz even Garrett Delahunt didn't know that that was going to happen. Well, right. Right, but and, and also was speaking of that does did it have to be the queen or it has to be one of the alphas, right? It has to be an alpha. So that's just it the has one to be he alpha, picked. Right. Uh, okay. 
So they didn't know how far they would have to go in, but I'm guessing he assumed that you, if you're going to go in that deep, you would have come across one. If you, if the operation is going here and bring me the head of an alpha, you don't even need to ask why. You know what they're going to do for it. Do, right. do if, if they ask for any parts of a zombie. One zombie took over a whole city. Mm -hmm. You bring that out in no controlled environment, because no, no matter what they say, they can't control it. It's going to spread. Right. They're not going to do it. I don't think either one of those three characters would have done it. Right. I just don't. I just think that they wouldn't have done it. No, I, if knowing the actual fact, I don't think they would. But it just seems like it would have been easier that way. To get I mean, them. if you but could I, mean, I mean, not thinking about it, but like, you know, you had the other people in there. They showed how the other people who died trying to mm -hmm. do that. So maybe, but like mercenaries, like all those other people who's like, I'll do it just for the money. They would go, they, who didn't need a reason what they need to do. Just they were going to go for the money. Mm -hmm. You could have got some people like that to do it. Not disagreeing with that, but he went, I mean, can't speak for the other team that died there, but he went right. to Batista specifically. One, he had experience in Vegas fighting the zombies. And two, I'm pretty sure they looked him up and they saw that he had a good end to get inside of the, right. uh, inside of the quarantine yeah. zone. Well, also yeah. because, uh, and he, he wasn't doing nothing with his life. So he had, he needed a incentive of the money. Right. So I'm like, he, he's the, he's an excellent pick for the operation, but he would not have been an excellent pick to tell him what you're actually doing. He really just needed to hit up the coyote then because the coyote yeah. would have been able to explain to him that there's alphas and all this other stuff here. Her right. character was so complex to me. Yes. And she, she did a great job. I love chambers. She was, uh, she was the one that came in with the zombie YouTuber that whole scene when they're sneaking through the building and she has a gun out like in case some stuff happens and the zombie starts waking up and she just pulls out her knife and just starts stabbing stuff yeah. and i'm like she's a goddamn g and it's like you think she's dead and she's still going and i'm like yes. and then she jumps through the window <laughs> yes i'm like you she's know, a g the biggest mistake she made was she was absolutely right but you never tell a person mm -hmm. as soon as i get you back to the group we're going to have a talk because I know you up to something. Right. Mm -hmm. Now you got you. I was you, like, she's dead. You have to hold your cards. <laughs> now, Chad, I'm going to tell you who I would have been. When uh when the guy was introducing her and the other guy, uh, the he said, left. they're on my team. I'm that guy. The, <laughs> the like, guy that leaves. Right. <laughs> like, Can you I want speak me, now? You want me to do what now? You want yeah. me to go into the, with the zombie? Nah, man. Nah. I love that dude. I love that dude. When he was like, you know what? All y'all going to die. I'm right. Chad, that's me. <laughs> like, I thought that Garrett Delahunt was going to kill him. Yeah, it, it, no, because he, uh, if he would have did it, then you would have knew he was he was up to something. But but no, like, he was like, I'm out. And then he got in the car. I was like, y'all just going to let this man leave? Like, what y'all doing is not legal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I, I, you know what? That scene right there, I just, I just when I saw that, Chad, I thought about you and me. And that would have been me. <laughs> I'm not going into the zombie land. Chad, you would have went for the money. No. No, no, no. And like something that annoys me in zombie movies, especially in this one, like y'all can't wear sleeves. <laughs> like y'all couldn't wear like mesh or like not mesh, but like something hard. So where if you got like big, Kevlar. It, yeah, it wouldn't, uh, it wouldn't like pierce your skin. We can't do that. But let me ask you this. How dope was the lead bad guy when he 
put the mask when he put this this kill on right. his head off the bullet. I'm like he gangster. I'm like I'm like nobody know how to shoot somebody in the eye. What we doing? That's the same thing I thought about. I was like, no, all y'all got accuracy for the head. Nobody got accuracy for the eye. Nah, right. no, nah, it don't work like that. Matt, you never gave it a score. Chad, we got to hear your score. You tell what you thought, but Matt, oh, you never. So where um, do you rank it at? As a ten, I yeah. give it a. I give it a seven and a half. Okay. Oh wait, we doing wait we doing our rankings. That's right. Oh yeah, we are we going we, back to those rankings? Oh, we uh, didn't finalize it. The, okay, uh, go ahead. What's the, the the one that we did with the three points? Yeah. Uh, oh. It's um if it's a uh, the one being the highest and that is the oh, wait, one was, was the lowest. One was the lowest, and that means it's just the podcast is about we talk about this at work. We do work stuff. So okay. one means you fired. Two means satisfactory. And three means promotion or more money, whatever you want to say. Or a raise or something. Raise, hey, we're, yeah, raise. We're still workshopping it. Yeah. Okay, okay. So if you were given this movie an evaluation, you're this movie supervisor. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I'll jump in. I would, I would give it a raise. Like, I love this movie. But I agree. Like, the first hour, like, once they got to Vegas was probably the best part, like, assembling the team and stuff. Um, but yeah, I would give it, I would give it a race. Like, I love the movie. Like, I like a heist movie. I like that, you know, people are everybody's not going to make it. Somebody's got like a side hustle going on. The moment Batista told his daughter, he would give her his entire cut of the money. I was like, oh, well, you're going to die at the end of this movie. <laughs> well, when, when they had the conversation and he said, well, can we kind of start over again and be, I said, yeah, he, 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 he's dead. What would your rating be in our scale that we're, we're trying to figure out here? They keep their job. <laughs> Them number two. I'm not gonna fire them. Number two, you get to work, but it's not a. It's not a. <laughs> they're not getting a raise out of me. A raise is Dawn of the Dead, uh, Night of Living. See, you always. That's what you do, Chad. Chad you cannot say no. They don't get a raise. No. I feel number like two. they they perform very well um, this quarter. <laughs> <laughs> But now, uh, hold on now. It was it was two and a half hour movies. So if they did very well the first hour, what happened to the last 90 minutes? And you want to give them a raise. I'm no. Not, I'm not going to lie. Like near the end of the whole uh, production time, they, their, their performance suffered a little bit. But, okay. you know. <laughs> but they were still outstanding. <laughs> yeah. Um, so. Matt didn't give his rate. Oh, I'm sorry. Yet, I'm sorry. Yeah, Matt oh, I give it a raise. raise. I give it a raise. You with me. We're we're, so we're, we're we're nice supervisors. So I see what's going on now. The two co-hosts are going to stick together. <laughs> we don't always agree, Chris. We do not always agree. <laughs> so what do you guys think the Rotten Tomatoes was on Army of the Dead? I say something high. I think people liked it. Let's go with the uh, 75%. Okay, Chris? 62%. Okay, so the tomato meter that's official credits was 71%, and the audience score was 79%. So you also have to keep in mind that this movie just came out. So with the tomato meter, that's what 164 actual reviews and okay. 100 plus audience scores. So I'm like, maybe if we uh, revisited this in a month, it might be lower. So trivia game time, true or false? Carol Baskin from the Tiger King series was involved in the making of this movie. False. I'm going to go with false. <laughs> it's true. Really? For the Damn Tiger it. in there? So, 
Valentine was based on Carol Baskin's Bit Cat well before Tiger King became a streaming phenomenon. The effects team spent a week at Carol Baskin's sanctuary. I didn't right. want you to say it true. <laughs> I mean, I thought, I mean, since it was one or the other, I thought you would have just went true just to hit the other side. Mm-hmm. All right. So I got two pieces of trivia and then we are out of here. Chris, uh, Chris Delia originally played Phillips. Um, he filmed his role along with the cast. But in the summer of 2020, stories broke about him pursuing underage girls for sex. Zack Snyder ended up hiring comedian Tig Notaro to replace him. Uh, Notaro was filmed alone and inserted into the film um, for all of the scenes that Delia was in via green screen and other effects. So did you guys notice that? That she was kind of... Always by herself? I didn't notice it until you just said it right now. (laughs) Right. (laughs) The last bit of trivia I have is at 148 minutes, this is the second longest zombie film. I should have actually had this be the trivia question. Um, George A. Romero's Dawn of the Dead uh, clocks at 156 minutes. Uh, Army of the Dead is also the third longest mainstream horror release behind It Chapter 2 and Doctor Sleep. Mm. It didn't seem like a, a long movie at all. I agree. It, it flowed. For me, it flowed. But there were parts where I had to pause to do stuff. And I was like, wait, I have this much time left? That's the right. same thing. Like I was watching it last night, and uh, I paused it, and I went to go do something, and then that's why I noticed it too. I'm like, "Well, it's only been it's been that." All right. <laughs> but all right. Um, do you have anything you want to plug before we get on out of here, Chris? No, that's it. It's it, man. It's, it's actually been fun. I know you're gonna have to do the cuts, but to be to talk this long to you guys, yeah, on a Saturday night when basketball is going on. <laughs> <laughs> It's been I, fun. I, I, I have it on the screen. I'm multitasking. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, I will say, I will say, like, I really enjoy this. Like, this, I look forward to this every week. But, you know, one of the main things we do is we have, like, people we, you know, we know. Even, like, even last week with LeBron, that was a lot of fun. Um, but, like, when it's, like, people that we both know and we'll get into, like, a long tangent about something, like, that's fun in the moment. But when I got to listen back to this to edit it, I am so mad. I'm like, why (laughs) didn't I stop that conversation? (laughs) But no, like this was a lot of fun. And you would definitely be back, Chris, um, sending on the air to make it official. One of the conditions of Chris coming on tonight was that this October, we have to bring him back for Halloween. Exactly. The the movie Halloween. Matt, you have to watch all of them. Don't worry, I got a checklist. I'm about to be all next the Halloween. Do it. I'm about to be, I'm about to be like, right. oh, y'all see this? Right. I'm going to be all over my horror stuff. Because we have to compare the Halloween, because the new, the, the, the second Halloween comes out, which would be Halloween Kills in the in this universe of Halloween. It's three universes of Halloweens. Wait, this so is going to have Curtis, bunch, right? It's a bunch of them with okay. Jeremy. Yeah, yeah. I'm but this sure one, I'm thinking the right, I'm yeah. thinking the right thing. Okay. okay, right. So you have to start from Halloween 1 and go all the way to Halloween 6. Then you have to watch the Rob Zombie Halloweens, and then you have to start this one. And then we I have to you. talk about Halloween. We got until, we got until have, October to get ready. Right, you have until October to get ready. I've seen the first Halloween. That was my condition because I'm like one of the biggest Halloween fans it is, and Chad watched the last Halloween. He called me. He was like, Dude, stop, stop, I really stop, don't stop, 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 stop. We will talk about this in October. 
Right. So, <laughs> All right, I got to list down. Anyway. Thank you so much for listening. Please rate and review our podcast on your platform of choice. If you have any feedback, please email us at we used to talk pod at gmail.com. Like our Facebook page, we used to talk about this at work, and follow us on Twitter and Instagram at we used to talk pod. We all need to create a stock together and then you guys say it in the podcast. Right. right? <laughs> create our own. <laughs> right. We used to talk pod coin. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs>